it's uh, it's it's great to be here going into the 2022 season just with the highest optimism that we we've ever had here as as uh, our staff enters its third year and just excited to be able to go out there on Friday and, and play a game versus Purdue Fort Wayne and just really looking forward to being able to see our guys out there playing. Um, our coaches have put in so much work. Our, our administrators are. Our just our entire system and organization has done such a great job leading up to this point, and it's it'll be it'll be really exciting to get this thing going um, on Friday night. I appreciate it. All right, at this time we'll take questions from members of the media. As a friendly reminder, if you can keep yourself on mute until asking your question, and then mute yourself again, we would appreciate it. Go ahead with questions for Coach. Hey, Coach, it's Marcel Peduto Sports Inquirer. Thanks for joining us. Last season's non-conference schedule was one of the toughest in the nation, if not the toughest. Uh, what was your approach to making the schedule for this, uh, this non-conference slate in 2022 in comparison to your first two years with the program? Well, the first two years, we, we came in and, um, you know, we were able to get the job in June and July, or I guess in July and August. So we didn't have a whole lot to uh, go and the, the schedule was kind of set for us. Um, pandemic came around that second year um, and we just kind of went all in on on the freshmen and, and the incoming guys and giving them the best experience to prepare them for um, really where we're at right now which which is hey we need to use the experiences of you know playing the SEC East and playing such a tough competition um, and be able to go out there and, and use that experience of playing in those places against those those uh, those teams so that we can continue to build upon the foundation that we have set. I mean, we were, we were 12 and 12 last year on the, um, in a conference. Um, it was the second highest finish we've had, I think since 2006, I'm not exactly sure that the day, but it's, it's the second highest finish that we've had in a long time. And so, you know, being able to return 97% of the people that we had on that team last year, uh, with the experience of being able to go to Kentucky and Florida and Tennessee and all of the all of Vanderbilt, all the places that we were able to go, um, you know, I, I think that the, there's there's definitely a quiet optimism uh, surrounding our program right now within our players and our staff and our administrators. So this year, to answer your question, sorry, <laughs> to answer your question, I mean, it's 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 basically back to uh, how many home games can we play. And um, we want to be able to use, uh, you know, last year's springboard um, to go into the conference um, with with the, the readiness to be able to win it. How much did it do for you guys last year to finish strong and get in the tournament and win a game? How much does that help you? Oh, it's a huge deal. I mean, it's a huge deal. I mean, winning winning a game in the tournament, I think, is invaluable for where we're going because we know we, we've we been there, we've done it. It's kind of one of those things where you want your team to experience um, that game, that weekend, and then be able to hopefully propel yourself to a conference tournament championship this year. Um, and, you know, we haven't been to a regional since 2009, and that's what we talk about. I mean, we, we are prepared. Um, we, we think that uh, we have a good chance to do some really good things and hopefully it culminates in a regional and a super regional and uh, who knows what happens after that. But, you know, I think we won 18 games last year, 12 were in the conference. Um, we had the number one toughest uh, non-conference schedule in the country. And so, you know, you put all that together, the, the overall record from, you know, a long distance away doesn't look very good. Uh, but, but what it, 
it is inside of us, it's, it's still there. And we, we know that we can compete at the highest level with the best players and the best teams in the country. And I think that we're taking that, um, that what we learned last year into this season. Coach, I wonder if you could talk about a couple of guys maybe you've seen some jumps from in this offseason as you've gotten ready for this season. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, being able to bring, you know, with I guess with COVID happening and then the draft going kind of crazy to 20 rounds from 40 rounds, it eliminated a, a lot of draft picks. And so we were one of the very fortunate teams to be able to um, return uh, Ryan Watson, who was one of the top round, top uh, a top twenty draft pick potentially. Uh, Josh Smith was a draft pick, and there was a couple others. And so, and Tyler Cook was able to go play professional baseball. But um, you know, being able to return Ryan Watson and, and Josh Smith to our lineup is a, is a really big deal. Um, being able to bring back Griffin Cheney, our shortstop being able to have him have a, a, a fifth year and a six year of experience going out there leading um, the infield and, and kind of leading the culture around where we are is, is, you know, it's invaluable. We had some really good jumps from Seth Clark, um, Chandler Dawson, who pitched. Um, I'm not exactly sure if he got the win in the tournaments, but I think that he was, um, he was an instrumental part of, of getting there and winning those games in the tournament and uh, down the stretch. He's he's made some really big jumps. Trey Horton, he'll pitch on uh, Saturday, um, has made some really good jumps. And so really, it's it's a matter of kind of the answer is everybody, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but it's using that experience that we had last year to be able to springboard us into this year to see what we can do and see how much more mature we can be and um, under control and, and being able to go out there and play is, is, is what we need to do next. Yeah, elaborate, Marcel, once again, elaborate on Josh Smith from North Springs, just Metro Atlanta. Uh, didn't come up with much fanfare and didn't really produce much his first two years, but had a big junior year in 2021. What do you think led to that, and what have you just seen from him? You mentioned he's going to be a pretty potentially a pretty high draft pick for the program. Just about his, talk about his development over the past. Yeah, no, year. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's. I, I think that a little bit of it is, you know, some some guys in baseball are ready to go at sixteen, and other guys are ready to go at nineteen and twenty. And I think that he was just kind of a little bit of a late bloomer when it came to you know growing. I mean, he's six foot five. I mean, he's he just keeps growing and keeps. Um, you know, his body's just changing. And I think that that, that was the first couple of years that he had here. He was bouncing around positions. You know, he played first, he played third, he played a little bit of outfield. He kind of just bounced back and forth. But um, he's put on a lot of weight in the weight room and been able to really dedicate his, his body um, to what the nutrition needs are for his body. And so I think that with a little bit of age, a little bit of experience, um, you know, last year was was a great breakout year for him. And I think that, um, you know, it's going to be nothing but but continued upward progression uh, from here on out. And, you know, he's one of those kids where you hope you hope that he kind of peaks while he's in college. But he's also one of those kids that might peak after um, a couple of years in pro ball, just to, where his body finally gets to where it is in full maturity. And so, you know, we're just we're excited for him. I mean, it's it's uh, it's great to have a local Atlanta kid as, as one of the faces of your program <clears throat> and to be able to lead us into, uh, you know, the new era. Watson will be your number one starter. What? Um, go go ahead. Go ahead. No, he, uh, he yeah, be... actually, so, so we're actually, um, so Ryan Watson pitched a ton. Um, 
last year. And then he, he threw a lot this summer. And so he had a little bit of a, uh, he, he had a little bit of a, a setback about, I don't know, January, nothing bad. So he'll probably come out of relief um, this weekend and next weekend, and then he'll probably jump into the rotation. But yeah, he arguably is is definitely the number one starter as we go into conference. And so, you know, that that's probably the most important thing for us is we want to make sure that everybody's healthy going into um, those those games where they mean the most. And so um, he'll pitch a little bit. Um, every weekend and then he'll he'll be set up to to be where he needs to be what are his strengths um yeah i mean he's 94 96 i mean he throws the ball harder than than a lot of people in the world um so you know he's just got a good head on his shoulders he's he's really dealt with um the draft and COVID and going from 40 rounds to 20 rounds really, really well. Um, he's much, he's very, very mature. And I think that, um, you know, he's, he's excited to be able to come back and, and be able to, you know, take one more year on the mound for Georgia state and, and really continue to build upon what he has done here personally, which is, you know, in the, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of kids that have come through here in terms of, uh, you know, having Gaddis. Um, there was a kid by the name of, uh, Oh my goodness. Uh, Nathan Bates and then um, Conway. Um, there's another pitcher in uh, Cole Uvula. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, but you know, I mean, he's he's the next one in that line of, of great pitchers to come out of Georgia State. And um, you know, David Buchanan made it to the big leagues in 2000, and I believe 10 or 11. And so um, you know, that's a guy that um, you know he definitely wants to to emulate and prove that he's he's continued that tradition. But you know, he's just. He's just low key and, and calm and collected and able to, to go out there and tow them out. And every time, every Friday night, we know that we're going to win. Just talk about playing in the Sun Belt in the sense that like it's a challenge, obviously, but if you get to the end of the year, get to a winning record in conference play, you can really point to that as an achievement because it's a tough league. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it could be argued as a power five um, <clears throat> baseball conference, you know, and in terms of the, if you just look at the totality of the conference and especially with what's happening <clears throat> next year with, uh, with Southern Miss and JMU and Marshall and Old Dominion coming in, I mean, it's a, it's an absolute juggernaut where you should have three to five, um, you know, teams in a regional. And so, you know, be able to go in what we did last year at 12 and 12, uh, win a game in the tournament. And, you know, being able to win in this conference is a really, really big deal. And we have 10 teams that go to the conference tournament this uh, this spring at the end of it. And so I, I think that uh, we will be one of those. I, I would be shocked if we're not. Um, but I think that winning in this league is a really, really big deal. And I think that um, from a national perspective, there's a lot of eyes on us. And I think that, you know, as we continue to grow this conference and, and bring in the teams and the quality of baseball, uh, throughout the throughout the southeast and now the northwest or northeast um i, I think that we're going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, for a long time in the future as marcel too once again how do you manage cameron jones this year do you see him more on the mound do you want to make him solidify a spot on the uh, on the field how do you handle him this year as far as his playing time yeah, no, it kind of goes along the lines of, of Ryan Watson, you know, with, with Matt Taylor and uh, Nico Bonteo and, and Lars Davis, our assistant coaches, they've done a tremendous job recruiting. And, and I think that, um, you know, our recruiting has done a really good job to put Ryan Watson, Cam Jones in a position where they can be better utilized in other positions potentially. And so, um, you know, Cam Jones, 
hit a lot for us. I think he led our team in conference hitting last year. And so he's going to start out at first base in DH. Um, he'll play a little bit of left field. Uh, he'll be a closer, long relief type of guy. Uh, but, you know, we have a lot of horses on the mound this year. And so uh, being able to put him um, on the offensive side of the ball a little bit more to give his arm a little bit of rest. And going into the tournament, I think he had about 85 or 89 innings last year. And so hopefully we can go into the tournament with him about half of that. Um, I, you know, I don't know what will happen in the future as we get into conference, but you know, there's a, there's a chance that he can start. We know he can do it. He pitched Friday nights, hit three hole for us for the majority of the season last year. And so, um, we're just going to try to put him in a different role and see if that's going to be better served for his arm and for us. And, um, you know, everything that we do is tailored towards how do we win at the end of the season? And so I think that puts us in a good position to win at the end of the season, to have him uh, be a little bit more rested, but you know, he's, he's, he's the link that combines everything on our team. And so he's, uh, he's our go guy. And um, I expect big, big things from him this year. For opening weekend. That's gotta <laughs> I know, be right? strange, but uh, I know. are you looking forward to getting started? And what, what are you most jazzed up about? You know what? I'm just jazzed for us to take the mound because you play each other for, you know, the last nine months and you have such optimism, you know, like next year's recruiting class is the 36th or 38th best class in the country. Um, this year's class um, isn't quite that, but we're a top 10 mid-major class. And so I'm excited to see the progression that the guys who have been here for two years with us make and are able to take us into the future. And I'm also excited to see what the returners and the, or the new guys and the incoming freshmen um, can do, because we have a lot of pieces that are really good baseball players. And it's a matter of kind of finding what works through playing and, you know, through what happens, you know, through mistakes, you know, who can, who can really turn it on when the lights turn on uh, or who kind of shies away from that, that bright lights. And um, it's just exciting to be able to go out there and play a different, a different opponents and see what your coaches can do. And, and this is our time. This is our time of the year. And so it's, it's, it's that that probably brings me the most excitement. It's not necessarily one singular pitch or day. It's just kind of the culmination of all of the work and the effort that you've put. And now let's see um, if you can actually put into practice put into play what you've been practicing and, and how we can take this to the next level. 